You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hey everyone, this is Connie and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. Thank you for tuning into the show today. Thank you for being here with me. I am really looking forward to sharing today's conversation with you and Diving into this topic today, which is about returning to ourselves and practicing self-devotion. And this conversation flows on so beautifully from what I've been exploring within myself and working on this year, which is more deeply honoring myself than ever before. And I think that's been reflective, obviously, in how often I've been sharing podcast episodes, because deeply honoring myself this year has meant I haven't been showing up as much in my work or expressing as much but that's really shifting for me now which is is really beautiful I'm feeling such a renewed inspiration and excitement for the podcast again I'm really loving being back on here more consistently and bringing out everything that's within me but For most of this year, I've actually done the opposite. I've held it in more, not because I felt um, I needed to suppress anything, but actually because it's felt like the most self-loving and self-honoring thing to do is to be quite deeply protective of my own personal processes and journey and to keep a lot of it sacred and private and to myself. And so this process of self-devotion and And honoring ourselves is really understanding always that at different times we're going to need different things. And it's about deeply respecting and honoring where we're at at different times and whatever our heart and our intuition and body is telling us. And so this is constantly going to shift. And so the way that we are supporting and honoring ourselves is also constantly going to shift because we're always needing different things. And so we're going to be diving deeper into this today in this episode, understanding what it means to return to ourselves. So really come back to ourselves if we have perhaps been feeling disconnected, living our lives for other people, chasing things in the external world. I'm going to talk a lot today around the indicators um, that you can look out for that show you that you are living in a bit of a disconnected way, that you are uh, out of tune and out of sync and out of alignment, perhaps with yourself. We're going to talk about the key things that perhaps do pull you out and away from yourself and then how to return. And I'm going to talk about self-devotion and what this means to me, because this word devotion, it's just ringing so, so deeply for me. It's like aligning so deeply for me with what I am desiring more than anything. And that word devotion is flowing into my relationships. It's flowing into how I want to show up and express myself in my work, how devoted I want to be to my visions and my dreams, and how devoted I want to be to myself. And this is about being quite self-focused. I don't like the word selfish. I think that's a really triggering charged word, and I tend to not use the word selfish much, but self-focused tuned into yourself, connected to yourself, aware of yourself. This is really what we're going to be talking about today. 
And, you know, I've been working on my relationship with myself for years now. It really began when I was around 28, um, when I really started looking more deeply into me and no longer living my life for other people, no longer doing what I thought I should do and had to do and needed to do, but really began deeply listening to me. But then this year, that practice has just dropped even deeper And then I'm even feeling over the next few months, it's going to go even deeper as well. Because understand there's always layers that when it comes to any relationship, especially the relationship with yourself, there's always layers to how deep you can go with this. And so there's just a calling in me at the moment to return to myself in an even deeper way that I have before. This to me is so much deeper than practicing self-care or looking in the mirror and saying affirmations about loving myself, it feels like a deeper intimacy with me. That's what it feels like. It feels coming closer inwards to who I am, getting to know myself in a deeper way, beginning to face parts of myself that perhaps I've been avoiding or ignoring, no longer skimming the surface of things, really being willing to look at all the places I might be playing on the surface and not diving deeper. And instead, wanting to get to know like every crack and crevice of me, both my my darkness and my light, my shadows and my brightness. You know, I, I, I just feel like this greater calling home to knowing who I really am and unco- uncovering what I'm really capable of and sharing that. And for me, it means looking at all the places where I'm still, you know, perhaps not listening to myself, ignoring my inner voice not fully honoring what my heart is asking for, not speaking up about something that I feel or something that I want or something that's not okay for me, where I'm not having my own back. I'm just putting a little microscope on this and being like, let me really ensure this relationship with myself is solid. Because for any of us who are moving through, you know, wanting to make big changes in our life and go to our next level, like we've got to have ourselves through this. We've got to have our own back. We've got to be here for ourselves. We've got to be loving ourselves and we've got to be listening to ourselves. So I think I'm feeling a deeper calling into this because I know I'm ready for expansion. And so the the foundation of my relationship with myself is just something I'm going deeper into. This is also going to be a focus of my work over the coming months as I've just opened up enrollments to my nine week online course, Slow Down and Tune In. And this course is all about looking in at your relationship with yourself and building a deeper connection with yourself. And the key beginning point of all of this is the slowing down, the slowing down of our bodies, our way of living, our thinking. And through doing that, we drop into deeper connection with ourselves. I'll be teaching you how to create more space in your life, how to live more in the present moment and be more mindful. And then over the weeks, we will move through the different layers of connecting with yourself more deeply, coming into connection with your body and your feelings and your emotions, awakening your intuition and your inner voice, connecting with your heart energy, connecting with the universe, being able to live in a space of trust and surrender and know that you're being guided. Everything that I teach in this course is the foundation of what I've been practicing in my life for around the past 10 years, and it completely changed everything for me when I stopped looking outside of myself so much and I began looking within. 
and I began becoming the source of what I was seeking. So we're going to be talking in this course about how to find those feelings within you, wholeness, peace, contentment, happiness, love, without needing to control and change things outside of you to find that. You can go to ConnieChapman.com slash tune in to learn more about the course. Enrollments are now open. And if you sign up in the next couple of days, you'll get the early bird discount that gives you $50 off the price of the course. I would absolutely love to share this with you if you feel like focusing in on your relationship with yourself and your connection with yourself is a real priority for you at the moment. And if you can see that building this inner foundation within you is going to be a key part of supporting you to create the changes that you want in your life and expand and move forward in a new way. So head to ConnieChapman.com slash tune in to learn more about that. And I look forward to supporting you through that beautiful journey. Okay, so let's dive deeper now into what I want to talk about in today's conversation, which is returning to ourselves and self-devotion. And obviously in Slow Down and Tune In, I will teach you a lot more about this and I'll actually be guiding you through the whole process, but I want to give you as much as I can today to support you with beginning this journey and understanding really why this is so important at the moment to be coming back to ourselves. Because I don't think... Many of us realize at times that we are living in quite a disconnected way. And I don't think we realize how much our mind is often taking over everything and pulling us out of connection with the universe, the flow, the present moment, our bodies, our feelings and our intuition. And I really relate to this. I mean, I really understand what this is like. I've spent many years feeling like life constantly pulls at me. And can you relate to this feeling? Like there's always something pulling at us, be it the people in our lives and their wants and needs, the job we have to get to, the to-do list, the deadlines, the demands, our inbox, the things coming at us from the external world, media, social media, television. There's so much in this world around us that is pulling our focus, our attention and our energy away from ourselves. And it's all very consuming. It's very enticing and it's very overstimulating and almost too stimulating for many of us. And so we don't realize, but this way of living can create quite a hyped up, wound up, action focused, distracted kind of way of being. We're not really slowing down, feeling grounded, calm, centered, anchored in our bodies and guided by our hearts. We're kind of in our heads, rushing and racing and being pulled in a million different directions. And I think it's important that we just look at this because our society kind of rewards this as just a very productive and successful way of living, being busy, doing a lot, achieving a lot. Um, having a full calendar, and we don't as much value the being, just the relaxing, the slowing down, the doing nothing, the the focus on ourselves and what we need, the self-care, the self-nurturing. It's not as valued as highly in our society. And I want you to really think about the difference between how much time and energy you give to looking outside of yourself versus how much you give to looking within yourself. Because we have our external world, which is what we see when we open our eyes and it's everything that is manifested around us. But then we also have an inner world and an inner world is the world when you close your eyes and you tune into yourself. And it's that world of 
what's happening inside your body. What are you feeling? Um, are you tense? Are you tired? Or are you happy? Is there emotion? What's happening in your mind? Can you hear your inner voice? It's everything going on within you. What are your desires? What are your needs? What's missing for you at the moment? How are you feeling? Are you fulfilled? Are you passionate? Are you on purpose? Or are you unsatisfied and empty and unhappy? And we're not always taking the time to look within our inner world and actually understand and get to know what's going on in there. And this is a huge focus of my work and really part of my purpose in the world is to help guide people back inwards into looking in to their inner world cleaning it up because you really can't manifest the life of your dreams if there's a whole heap of misalignment and gunk going on in there we've actually got to have the courage to look within and and understand what's going on within us and then create the change in there first so let's talk a little bit about this sort of disconnected way of living because like i said a lot of us are disconnected and we don't kind of realize and we may not know what disconnected even means And so I think the easiest way to explain this and demonstrate this is to give you some examples of the indicators that can tell you and show you that you are disconnected from yourself in this moment. And here's what I tend to notice. These are the things that have often played out for me over the years, and they are my indicators that I need to come back to myself, that I need to prioritize and focus on some practices that will get me back in tune, back in my power, back in my body and back in charge of my emotional state. So as I just said right there, one of the key things that you might notice is that you'll find it hard to manage your emotions and your emotional state. So it will feel like your sense of happiness, well-being and how you're feeling are being ruled and controlled by things outside of you. It might be your partner, uh, your bank balance, how you look today, how your bosses showed up, the email that you got, what the weather's doing. And it sort of feels like where this leaf blowing in the wind So rather than having this very calm, centered, grounded, emotional state that we feel in charge of, we're kind of reactive and being tossed around based on what's happening outside of us. And that's always a key indicator for me. If if my emotions feel very tied up and impacted by what's happening outside of me, it's always a reminder that I need to do some work to come back to myself because my focus is way too much outside of myself in that moment. Another thing I notice is that the mind energy, the energy of your mind just goes into overdrive. So when we're living more disconnected from our bodies and our heart and our intuition, we are instead living from our mind all the time. The mind is interpreting and analyzing the world and all our decisions and actions and everything we're doing is being guided by the mind. And because there's so much energy in there, it can just start to run on overdrive, worrying about the past, stressing about the future, having critical negative self-talk that we can't seem to get in charge of, almost like the mind's just running on autopilot rather than us feeling in charge of our minds and feeling like we have the space to be consciously choosing what we want to be thinking and what we're going to entertain in our minds uh, in any moment. You might also feel really disconnected from your body 
this is a key indicator as well. It's hard to identify your emotions. Your body might feel numb or blocked. Um, it's hard to actually feel comfortable just dropping into the body and deep breathing and relaxing because maybe when you get in, there's actually some kind of uncomfortable emotion or sensation that you'd actually rather avoid. You'll also probably notice a disconnection from your intuition and your inner guidance. So the mind will be really loud, but if you're trying to tune in to hear your intuition, you probably won't be able to hear it. Or there'll be so much thinking that you'll be questioning it constantly and not really know if it's your inner voice or your intuition. You'll also find there's a real focus on wanting love, acceptance, approval, validation, connection from the external. So this is where we get caught up in patterns of needing our partners to be certain things for us. We might become needy and demanding and have expectations on them to make us feel how we want to feel. We might become really desperate for love and for approval and attention. We might run patterns of behavior to try to get those needs met. People pleasing, acting in the way that we think other people want us to be to make them happy and receive love and validation rather than really getting to work on our own self-love practice and being the source of that for ourselves and then also allowing others to reflect back to us the love we've already created within ourselves. You'll probably also notice control (laughs) playing out a lot. Um, Because there'll be uncomfortable feelings, you'll be feeling that it feels like if I could just get everything under control, I could alleviate how I'm feeling. And that's very much a mind driven way of living where we're constantly running patterns of control in order to feel safe. If we don't feel safe and secure, we will use control to try to feel that way. But many of us know how exhausting and anxiety fueled those patterns of control can be. Versus actually when you have this connection with yourself, you can kind of sink into it and relax and feel really trusting that you're guided, that you're being taken care of, that the universe is on your side and that everything is going to be okay. And we need to drop out of the mind and into a deeper part of ourselves in order to be able to feel that. So these are just a few of the key indicators that I often notice in myself. I've seen in my clients a lot, and they're the things that always point to and show me, ah, look, I'm caught up in everything outside of myself. I am seeking what I'm wanting to feel outside of myself. I'm avoiding things within me and trying to distract myself. I'm not in my power. I'm not in my body. I'm not in tune with myself. I'm not listening to myself and my intuition. And so they're just beautiful indicators and there's no judgment around any of this. And none of this is wrong or bad, but we just, we've, many of us have lived this way of living for long enough that we know there's no peace in it. There's no lasting satisfaction in it. And so this is why I'm so passionate about guiding people back inwards to uncover the very different ways that you can be getting all of your needs met and feeling how you want to feel, but through deeply loving and nourishing and honoring yourself and tuning into deeper parts of you. So as a beginning point, I'd love to encourage you just to reflect on whether any of these patterns are playing out for you, whether you could resonate with any of them and just bring some awareness to it. No judgment, 
just notice it and be like, okay, cool. I can see this is a little, it's like a little flashing light, a little alarm bell being like warning, warning, you know, you need to come back to yourself and reprioritize your inner connection and make some time for yourself in order to soothe and support yourself through everything that's coming up. So let's now talk about this practice of returning to yourself, reconnecting with yourself and even deeper self-devotion. It's a devotion to this work, a devotion to this practice, a devotion to noticing these key things that disconnect you from yourself, that pull you up into your head, that pull you into the external world. And it's a devotion to choosing that when you notice that, you're going to do something to help you return to yourself in that moment, to find your center, to come back into your body, to tune into your inner voice or your heart, to tune into what you can do for yourself in that moment to support yourself. So this feeling of self-devotion for me is like this commitment to no longer avoid me and what's going on for me and what I most need. It's like this commitment to say, I will no longer turn my back on myself. I will no longer abandon myself. I will no longer ignore my needs or my feelings or my body or my intuition. I will no longer tear myself down with critical, unloving words. I will no longer doubt myself when there's something that I say that I want. It's a real deep devotion to loving and supporting yourself. And it's this work of prioritizing what you know brings you back to yourself, to your body, your feelings, your wants and your needs. It's about prioritizing the practices that nourish you, that fill you up, that recharge you. It's about uncovering and knowing what actually does make you feel good, what helps you experience happiness within yourself, peace, contentment, wholeness, really actually getting to know that, a bit of a journey of self-discovery. And it's a willingness to do the inner work so that when all this stuff is getting triggered within us, we have the courage to sit down and face ourselves and really look at what we're being asked to face, at what's coming up for us in that moment and deeply listening and working through it. The courage to sit with your uncomfortable emotions the courage to witness what's going on in your mind, the courage to look at the places you're saying yes when you want to say no, the courage to look at the places you're suppressing your truth and not having honest conversations. And this is a deep devotion to not being selfish, but being very self-focused and in tune so that you can honor yourself above all else and ensure that you're feeling good on a day-to-day basis. So let's talk about some of the things that might really help you with this. And this in particular is for me about what I'm focusing on around my self-devotion over the coming months, because as I said, I'm just diving so much deeper into all of this. And it's more for me than just making time for self-care, for example. So the first couple of things I'd already mentioned is one, reflecting on within yourself and identifying the key indicators that you have perhaps become disconnected from yourself, what that looks like. And also the key things that cause you to become disconnected. I know for me, it's like too much time on my phone, too much time on the computer, too much thinking about what my partner's doing, too much replaying of past experiences with friends and questioning if I did the right thing. 
and not enough time for just space and stillness with myself, not enough time for self-care, not enough space, you know, just having a very full calendar, putting too much on your plate. What are the key things that create that feeling for you? Another thing to explore is how do you feel about the words self-devotion, self-love, self-care, connecting with yourself, which word actually resonates the most with you? How do you feel about this idea of returning to yourself? And I think you have to feel a real desire for it in order to prioritize it. Not all of us are in a place where this is something we're really yearning for right now, But you have to sort of decide in yourself if this is something you want to prioritize at the moment. And if it is, maybe reflect on why it feels so important to you at the moment and why you want to put energy into nurturing your relationship with yourself. The next thing is to reflect on and uncover what connects you to yourself. And we don't want this to be too heady. This isn't about following, you know, someone else's method or doing the self-care that someone else does or what looks good on Instagram. It's a deep listening to yourself, a deep understanding of yourself. What does feeling connected to yourself feel like? It was funny. Recently, my boyfriend asked me the question, what does it feel like to be in your body? Because I always say to him, you know, I've got to get back into my body. And, oh, that really helped me get into my body. And he's like, what does that mean? What does it feel like to you? How would you describe what it means to be in your body? And it was actually very difficult to put words to. So I understand it's not always easy to define. But when do you last remember feeling really connected to yourself? Really either in your body, connected to your heart? in tune with your inner voice or your gut instinct on something and and see if you can reflect on what are the things that that connect you that make you feel that way i know for me it's you know the feeling you get at the end of a yoga class the feeling i get when i let myself just soak in the bath the feeling i get actually when i surrender to a big emotion and just really go into the experience of that in my body The feeling when I'm in nature and I'm super present, perhaps to a sunrise or a sunset. The feeling I get when I meditate, when I dance and I get really into my body. But create and and collate a big list of the things that connect you in with you. For me in particular, my morning time is super important. It doesn't matter what I do with that morning time as long as I carve out that time for myself. And definitely space where I'm saying no and making room for me. And that's an interesting one because now that I think about it, actually creating space is probably the most important thing in terms of what allows me to slow down and connect with myself. And connecting with myself sometimes means sitting at home with no distractions, no phone, no TV, Just being with myself, just breathing into my body and just experiencing what's going on for me in this moment. Could be writing in your journal, could be reading a book, could be practicing some self-care. But I think the space is a key part because we need to have boundaries that protect our energy and our time. We need to say no to others so that we can say yes to ourselves. And if you don't have space at the moment, it's going to be very difficult for you to slow down and drop in in a deeper way. And you're just simply not going to have the room or the time to be in tune with yourself because you're doing the best you can just to keep up with everything, right? 
So making this space is so important. I've recently just been saying so many no's in my work and clearing my calendar. I've cleared my laptop and I've just literally got one document on there that's titled writing because I really want to make space for my writing at the moment. And I'm clearing out everything so that that what I most need and what I want to give energy to can be a priority. So creating space allows us to experience that feeling of like, there's nothing to do right now and there's nowhere I need to be. So now I can actually choose what I want to do with this time instead. And that's a really powerful gift to give yourself. So I want you to think about what's consuming your space at the moment and how you can create some more space for yourself. For me, another part of my self-devotion practice at the moment is to actually devote myself to a bigger kind of project or purpose. And I think it's a really nice thing to do for ourselves is to have something that we want to devote ourselves to that feels really important to us. And, you know, for many years, my writing and the podcast and bringing out my messages came last. It was a last priority behind helping my clients and running my business and working through the to-do list and being on other people's podcasts. And I've had to have the courage to bring what's important to me up to number one and to prioritize that. So maybe identify something you want to devote yourself to, that you want to build on and grow and become good at, a gift, a talent, something you're passionate about. So for me, I'm beginning to sit down and just dedicate time every day to my writing and bringing my messages out. And that's more important to me than anything. And that to me is a practice of self-devotion and really investing energy in what's most important to me. Another thing that I'm doing is I'm ensuring, and this is ongoing work for me, that I'm not avoiding anything in my life because we abandon ourselves when we don't show up for the things that really need our attention and really need our focus. Is it the bank balance you don't want to deal with, the debt, the credit cards? Is it the fact that you know the job you're doing isn't your true passion and you just don't want to face the fact you're going to have to make a change? Is it an issue in your relationship that you're not addressing, that you're not talking about? Is it the fact that you kind of let your health regime go and you know you really need to take a look at where your body's at and what your body's asking from you? So often we're avoiding facing things, but I believe self-devotion is being willing, even if it's uncomfortable, to really show up for what's most important, for what really needs your attention and to get our life working, tidied, organized, on track and feeling really proud with who we're being and how we're showing up. Another place I'm practicing self-devotion is the devotion to growth and being willing to step outside my comfort zone and do something that that challenges me and makes me a bit uncomfortable. And, and I've signed up to weekly pole dancing classes. And that's been a really beautiful self-devotion practice because that is an hour for me every week. It's just for me, just for me to play and have fun and dance and do something where I don't have to think. I don't have to work. I'm not there for anyone else. And having these little commitments every week that are things where it's just solely about us and solely about us focusing on ourselves is really special. So maybe think about something you might like to set up in your life that is a consistent ongoing thing where you might be challenging yourself to grow, learn something new, be a beginner, get outside your comfort zone, challenge yourself, but also just dedicate time 
to, to you and to doing something where you're investing in yourself. I think another key part of self-devotion and something I'm really doing is my self-honoring practice is looking at self-trust and looking at any places where I'm breaking commitments to myself because many of us do this. We say we're going to do something and then we don't do it. And then over time, we no longer trust ourselves and we no longer trust our own word because we know we break it constantly. I want to encourage you where possible to not make a commitment to yourself unless you're willing to honor it. To not promise you're going to do something unless you're actually going to do it. To not write it on your goals or intention list unless you're willing to do it. And maybe start small. Maybe set small goals and intentions that are actually achievable so that you can experience the feeling of success and build trust in yourself by having your words and your actions line up. Over time, you will feel so much more proud of yourself and connected to yourself, knowing that you're deeply honoring your word and you can deeply trust yourself when you say that you're going to do something and that you're committed to something. And then finally, I want to give you here the final thing I've been doing, which is focusing on my upgrades and my up levels. And I've got a big document. It's actually two pages that I've stuck up on my wall in my office of all of the upgrades and up levels I want to make over the coming months. Uh, the different purchases I want to make, the different adjustments I want to make to my home, the up levels I want to go through in my business, the different ways I want to show up, what I want to work on in my relationships and my health as well, actually, is another area, the upgrades and up levels I want to go through there. And I've written them all out because part of my self-devotion is being devoted to becoming the best version of myself and creating my best life. And so that's been something that I'm really focusing on at the moment is how do I want to up level, upgrade, step up, show up and really discover more of my potential and what I'm capable of and create bigger and better things in my life for myself because I love myself. And so just to wrap up this episode now, I want you to take a moment to close your eyes and put your hand on your heart and just take a couple of deep breaths into your body. And something as simple as taking a moment to pause and breathe and through closing your eyes, you tune out the external world and you come into your inner world, you instantly feel connected to yourself. Touch is incredibly important, putting your hand on a part of your body, focusing on your breath and just make this commitment to yourself at the moment that you are going to work on this connection with yourself, this relationship with yourself getting to know yourself in a deeper way, loving and honoring yourself in a deeper way, showing up for yourself in a bigger way and living more in tune with these deeper parts of you, your heart, your intuition, your deeper desires, your true authentic self. Just breathe into that and just make that commitment to yourself at the moment. So that is my episode for you today, my loves. I hope that what I have shared with you has deeply supported you. I hope it's illuminated a lot, perhaps around where your work lies and what you want to focus on and what's perhaps currently pulling you away from yourself and what you want to focus on to come back to yourself. This is such beautiful and important work and it's work that I've prioritized a lot over the years and has made such a difference to me. So I hope this episode has really supported you with that. If you want to dive deeper, I want to invite you to join me in Slow Down and Tune In. 
we will be immersing ourselves in these principles and conversations and tools for the next nine weeks to really dive deep into building this solid foundation in your connection and relationship with yourself and activating so much more of your inner wisdom and your power. And that's really going to support you to begin to create a life that feels deeply fulfilling and aligned and where you're really being guided from within, where you're in charge of how you're feeling, where you're the source of what you're seeking and where you're feeling calm, whole and grounded and centered. And you're living from that place rather than being pulled constantly by the external world. So if you want to dedicate yourself to this journey over the next nine weeks, I'd love to support you and mentor you and guide you. You can go to ConnieChapman.com slash tune in to secure your spot in the program. And I absolutely can't wait to dive into this with you. So thank you again for being tuned into this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to share this with your friends or your community. You can tag me on Instagram if you share it there at Connie underscore Chapman. And if you share it on your stories, I will also reshare it to my community as well. The more that we spread this message, the more people get to hear this conversation and the more people that we can support. So every time you share the show, you support me, you support this work and you support getting these messages into the minds, hearts and ears of people that most need to hear it. If you love Awaken Radio, be sure you are subscribed. I've actually just got the show on Spotify, so you can now find it there or subscribe on your podcast app. And while you're there, if you love Awaken Radio, please do leave a rating or review in order to support the work that I'm doing and help it reach more people. So thank you again for being tuned into this week's episode. I've loved bringing you this conversation and I can't wait to talk to you again next time.